out your head for a minute now. Number one in podcast, CMU. Black nigga rocking what you know to do. Hey, black nigga rocking what you gonna do. Hey, you got nothing to prove right now. Right now. Hello, 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 mellow, mellow, hello, yellow, my favorite color. That nigga's robbing the trust with nobody, I never judge her. Ass fat, and you know I got a couple with hands and so hard. The man's a bold, now the man's a bold, sir. It's over, cause you know the culture report, we in here. Okay. Hey, the culture report, we in here, little hey. niggas. Yeah, the culture report, we in here. The culture report, we in here, little okay. Now, woo! <laughs> woo! 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 Hold up! Stop the mic. Not down. expecting that. Okay. Damn, I told you I got bars. I see. <laughs> I told Damn. you I got bars. Woo. That flow? Oh, fire, fire. Oh, wait. This wait. is hot. Shit. Gotta clap it up for myself, you know, you know. <laughs> but you're listening to season two of the culture report. Man, let's clap it up for that right there, man. Oh. They let us back in the building. They done fed up, y'all. <laughs> but you know who this is. Sock Bassett. I'm your host, Stevenson Altador. I hope you guys had a wonderful break. I missed you guys so much. Yes, Miami was beautiful. I know you mad. It's okay. Enjoy your life. But we have a special, special occasion here. It's like a newborn baby right now, yo. <laughs> what a baby. <laughs> Sound like one. But- <laughs> wow, okay. But we have a new host. A new host with us today. Her name, you know, I'm not even gonna say her name. You know, just introduce yourself. I'm already excited. I'm hot. You know, them bars, them bars. Oh cool. God, I'm sweating right now, Lord. Jesus. Okay, I am Davy, and I'm so happy to be here, and I'm so happy that I'm able to be on this podcast and be with my man Stevenson. So my um, major is IPR, and I have an advertising minor. So here at CMU, I am on Rampage Dance Team, where we host so many events and we just perform and we just we're just the best period second of all i'm on phenomenal brown girl where i'm a social media coordinator so i do all our social media stuff and i make all our flyers and i also do pr central and pr ssa so if you see me just you know speak like i'm out here i'm always involved on campus so yeah Ooh, I had to snap it up for that time. I heard, <laughs> I heard some bars right there, man. You know what? At the end, by the end of the season, I'm gonna have you freestyle one time. I can. <clears throat> Sorry, I, that that freestyle made me lose my voice. See what I do for you guys. <laughs> but every episode we gonna we probably gonna start with a freestyle. I ain't gonna lie to you. That. Sorry, you big dog. Nah, nah. You know what? I'm and especially when we have a guest, they have to say something, and you gotta say something. Write down a bar. Write down a poem. A little bit. Nah, man. We gotta do this. You about to be lit. But. All from that intro. You already know who I am, Stevenson Altador, repping Dade County, the 305. I am a music journalist for MC Network. Have my own radio show here on campus called, what is it called? Live in Effect. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible. 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 Also, today I learned um, I need a co-host. So, like, if you're interested, if anybody's interested, you know anyone that's interested, you know, hit them up. Tell me to hit them up. Um, Hit me up on Twitter, you know. Loyal ass Haitian. Yes, I'm Haitian. Yes, I'm loyal. Those two do go well, even though Haitians got like seven wives. Don't mind that. But, you know, hit me up if you're interested. And we, you know, we, we can collaborate on something. I need a co-host. Yeah, you know, you probably want to hear your voice on the radio. Talk shit or two about Nicki Minaj. It's all fine and dandy. Obviously, you know, I'm the host and the creator of The Culture Report. And, well, let's get right into it. Because, man, man, man. I've been holding this shit in since the break. When Lifetime came out with a six-part documentary series, 
about R.I.P. on you, Kelly. <laughs> Man. And man, that was some of the hardest moments of television I've ever had watched in my life. There were times I wanted to cry. I teared up, definitely. But you know, I'm a man, so I can't cry. It's okay. Show your feelings. Show my feelings. Oh, nah, nah. My mama gonna roast me. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I saw, especially when seeing those women who were so brave of showing their face to not only to let them hear their voice, but show their face to the world and actually tell them, tell the world their stories, their experience with this monster. I mean, it's it's a very powerful sentiment. And, you know, we're in this new era of women rights, which has been long overdue because their voices has been trapped under a void that everyone seems to be ignore, ignoring for centuries now. Like, I think people forget one of the last group of people to be able to vote was women. When it comes to basic rights, last people can get them along with, you know, minorities, were women. And to say in 2019 we still have these problems, it's just a damn shame. Man. And these women came out and spoke against probably the biggest, and this is not a slight, this is like, this is not a joke, not over-exaggeration. He's, RK is probably the biggest R&B artist ever. He's praised, literally. Praised. This gave us step in the name of love. You can't go anywhere in a, around a black family without hearing that shit. Okay, all the family reunions, family barbecues. Reunions. Then you got that one uncle who swear he could sing with them strap-on sandals trying to sing, I believe I could fly. No, shut up, unk. Let's work the grill, please. <laughs> work the grill, <laughs> And he just, like, he made so much music. If we're being honest, most of us in our 20s, we were conceived to R. Kelly music, which is terrifying now. But, I don't even want to think about that. Yeah, but, like, man, my mom made a joke like, a couple years ago. Where she was like, yeah, you, but, like, oh, you don't want to know what R. Kelly's song you was li- you was born to because you listen to it all the time. And, yeah, 16 years old, I banned that Right before I even knew all this shit, I banned him. I'm like, I'm not trying to find out what song I was born to. I ain't trying to hear Chocolate Factory. I'm like, damn, did my, nah, nah, I can't think like that. And now this. To the man who was on the height start of his career, just got dropped by Sony. There's a group of protesters outside his studio. He's been ridiculed online on Twitter, which is crazy because he can't read, so we can't even see the jokes. <laughs> <laughs> he can't even see he the jokes. There. I gotta go to this man. This man made a whole 20 minute song talking about I admit, and he talked about bullshit. So, like, R. Kelly, everything about R. Kelly. If you support R. Kelly, you do support R. Kelly, first off. There's nothing good about this man. The music industry is one of many industries in the in this country, in the world, that have the same problem regarding women. Same problem. And it's tiresome, really. It, it, it really is. I definitely feel like this R. Kelly situation showed a lot of people's true colors. I saw so many people tweeting on Twitter defending this man and not believing the women who have spoken out about this man and saying that, they're, you know, they can't say no to him and that it's their fault and that he only is manipulative and, like, they just wasn't able to say no. But not only was he manipulating young females, he was also manipulating older females, too. So I feel like you can't use that argument saying, like, oh, they're young, they just want to fame, like, all that stuff. Like, older women were also being abused by this man. And I feel like people accusing them and saying they don't believe them is just outrageous. It is outrageous. I mean, it's not even, it wasn't even just male, male saying that. It was actual women True. who were saying they don't believe these women. And I was like, absurd. Like, there's a saying, when there's smoke, there's fire. Now, as I got older and more mature, and I started to realize we have to take 
sexual assault accusations or harassment, anything of that in that department, much more seriously after the first accusation. Because a lot of times we hear the first one, she's like, oh, man, she probably wants some money. It takes like, sometimes it takes dozens of women to come out and say, oh, no, that did it. Right. Look at Bill Cosby. Right. He said, I think like what, a couple came out in a couple days. Next thing you know, it was 63 by the next time we woke up. The next morning, like, damn, seven, no, that did it, bro. You know, he did it. Like, come on now. R. Kelly, it been known since Aaliyah, what he used to do with his wife, Andrea Lee, who became Andrea Kelly. Like, there were times when Andrea Kelly, when she got on R. Kelly's bad side, he would lock her in the room and make and starve her for hours and not let her use the bathroom. Oh, my God. It was just crazy. And then thinking about the women who had to ask to eat, ask to go to the bathroom. There was a point when um one of the backup dancers who was on the tour bus with R. Kelly and Aaliyah walked in, the door opened, they saw R. Kelly having sex with teenage Aaliyah. People don't even think about the people who've been by R. Kelly's side this whole time. The people who have ignored all of these signs who and knew what him. was going on. Yeah, like, y'all just didn't care. Like, y'all just gonna let all these young women, all these young girls, like, get manipulated and abused. Like, I don't get how his manager and all his bodyguards just letting all this stuff go by. I mean, one, who, one, there's a couple of reasons. Who gonna say no to a star like R. Kelly? True. Just being around R. Kelly probably gets you benefits you don't get anywhere else. I'm not talking monetary benefits. I'm talking like attention from the opposite sex, whatever, male or female. I wanna be around you just cause you with R. Kelly. That could be clout. Hey, you part of R. Kelly, I wanna interview you. You got some any salacious secrets or anything that we should know about? I pay you 15, 20 grand to tell me something about R. Kelly. There's, there's, other things they gain from besides money from this. To but kick. they claimed they knew it was wrong. Like, they keep saying, like, oh, I knew it was wrong. Or I knew this girl was probably underage, but I didn't ask what her age was. Like, if you knew then, like, but you want to come out now and try to act like, oh, you so good. Like, oh, yeah, like, I understand now. But back then, like, Can't you see. knew it was wrong, but you wasn't going to do nothing. Nah, they too scared to say no to a star. That's it. Especially American culture and pop culture particularly. We hold movie stars and music stars to a higher degree than any group of people, even though all they really are are people who who are talented in a field that makes them an absurd amount of money. That's all it is. You just act well, you pretend to be somebody else, and you know how to sing and write, sing really well with a beautiful voice, write music really well, play an instrument really well, or you know how to put words together on the beat. Those ain't, those ain't changing my lives in any other way. He just gave me a good time. All this does is give me a good time music and gives me to let them talk shit about them on the podcast. <laughs> but that's all it is. You're not saving lives with your hands as a doctor. You're not trying to lock this up like a lawyer. You're not even teaching kids the basic knowledge, basic necessities to be to live a normal life as an adult citizen that these teachers are, who are severely underpaid, by okay. the way, for this. So, like... You're not doing any of this, but yet you have such a high mantle on the totem pole that we want to hear what you think about anything. Where's Ja? What does Ja Rule think about this shit? What the fuck would Ja Rule think? Oh my God. Oh my God. Wait. This was R. Kelly. Oh my God. Let's get Jay Z. Who the fuck 
what our Jay Z think. I want to hear what a criminal knowledge has got to say about um, R. Kelly and how does his behavior, where does his behavior place, whether he's a sociopath, a psychopath, does he have multi uh, multiple personality disorder, all these other things. How, where does he categorize as what kind of person? What should we look for? Why why does he do this behavior? Why are it so easy? Not easy, but why do people, even though may, they may be aware of this allure of they see this allure of him being a star, they see these trends of him being something much more than that, but they overlook it. Does it something that he does as a manipulator, which he does, mm-hmm. which is just the case? That's what I'm trying. I want to actually get people who can tell me these things. Now, are you said, yeah, you know, I worked this song with him. I'm gonna take it down because it's the right thing to do now. Even though I always right. knew these accusations for 20 years, exactly. I'm gonna take it down, Lady Gaga. I'm gonna take it down. <laughs> like, 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 come on, shut the up. Period. You don't get brownie points for doing the right thing when you're forced to do it. Period. Period. John Legend was, I think, the only big. Yeah, he was the only big superstar on there to actually go on the show, say something, and have his face shown on the screen. Not wait till Twitter, go on Twitter, Chance the Rapper, and say some bullshit statement. Oh, my God, not Chance the Rapper. <laughs> Look, man, Chance the Rapper, he, he is the PR master. Like, he really, he know how to spin any negative story against him to a positive one. Definitely. That man is is the goat at that. But he said something stupid. Like, you can't, you, like, when Kanye, especially when, uh, right now it was R. Kelly, but when Kanye said um something about all black people ain't got to be Republicans, guess who was there to, waving his hands like, like, yeah, you're right. We can't, we ain't got to be Republicans. Like, that's not the point why we're mad for, though. Like, right. he's supporting someone who doesn't care about black people. Where are you coming from jumping out the window? Like, damn, we got at least a parachute. Damn. There's a lot of people who did that just wait after the show, like, oh, this is wrong to condemn R. Kelly like this. Let the man have his legacy. F- his legacy. If his legacy going to be tied into music, fine. He's also going to be known as a f- who, who, who f- molested little girls. Yeah, Sm- I think people try to hold on to him, you know, what he's done with his music for the black community. But I feel like we can't, we got to let that shit go. Like, I feel like people just keep like, oh, but he did this song. He did this. This song. Exactly. This ma- Look, man. I was going to tell y'all, but I got to, man. Because it was on the show. And, dog, it hurt my heart because that's one of my favorite Michael Jackson songs ever. But you're not alone. It's not what you think it's about, man. There was a girl he met at Aventura Mall. That's in Miami. Little Spanish girl. She was around 15, 16 at the time. He got her pregnant. Wrote the song, You're Not Alone, after she got a miscarriage. How up is that you molested a little girl she had a miscarriage and your grown ass telling her we go do this together baby when you literally treated her like a prostitute because you only talk to her when you want something this is why part of the reason why he uh, he gets these young women because he can't read or write and once you can't do that you don't have the, the intelligence to actually pass a high schooler or a middle schooler you just know basic information the states of you all 50 states of united states of america I don't even know if it's that. I feel like they talked about him being molested as a child, and I feel like that has to play into why he is the way he is. I feel like it's part of the reason, psychology, why he does the things he do. It's most definitely the reason why, but I'm saying the reason why he's all, the reason why he's mainly attracted to these younger girls because he doesn't have the mental capacity past their ages. Are all, all of them left around the same ages. 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. They, they're they not the same 16-year-old. You right. 47, you still think like you're 16, 17 years old. They could read. They can actually know shit. They see something, they retain the information. You can't do that. He can't grow with these women. So when an older woman he tries to talk to, they're going to see that. Cause they, they, they might be the, oh, my God, this is R. Kelly. 
especially how the, how the brain ages, they're, they're at the point now where they can see that type of behavior and be like, no, no, no there's something weird about you. I, I don't want to talk to you. You make me uncomfortable. No, we're not doing that at this time. Why do you want me to come along with a bathing suit if we're just going to do something, if, if we're just going to get dinner or listen to a studio? Mm-hmm. Why is that? Like, but when you're young, you're not thinking that. You're like, oh, it's R. Kelly? Oh, my God. We think of, we think the same bullshit thing about the earth. It's flat. He's a wonderful man. It was even sad about the, I can't recall her name, but the one mom who went searching for her daughter oh. and found her in the hotel room. And even at the end of the show, they mentioned that I think about three days later, she went back to R. Kelly, but she did come back home. And I just feel like that's so sad that she was crying and she wanted to leave so bad, but she felt like she couldn't be without this man. He makes them, he makes these young girls feel like they're nothing without without him. He isolates them from the world purposely. He makes them change their number, give them new phones without telling them, doesn't keep an update to, to their family where they are. He makes them feel like, and when they're like, I'm ready to leave, like, no, you're not. Who are you? When the last time you talked to your mom and dad, when did they check on you? And right. they're like, oh, I mean, it's been a while. And while the whole time he's the reason why you no one can check on you because he cut off that contact before you even had a check. This man had such a, his, his ego was so soft. If any of his girls look at Anybody else, he's mad. He told these girls, call him daddy. Every single one, after they just met them, you don't say daddy, he get mad. What? Right. I don't understand how someone on Twitter can go on and defend him when there's multiple times he has shown the same behavior to all these women. If 20 plus women, how many they are, came out and say the same exact thing, the same process happens over and over again. you telling me they all lying? You can't be lying when all of them have the same process or went, went through the same process that R. Kelly put them to trap them inside this box of isolation. How can you say he's innocent? How can you say they just wanted fame? How can you say they just wanted to be with R. Kelly? Like, like no, like, stop being such a stan and look at this, at the truth. He's a predator. He's a monster. He's a sick person who needs help. Like the Boondocks episode said, if you want to help R. Kelly, Get him some therapy. For real. Put him in jail. And I don't get why the black community has such a hard time understanding the wrongs he has done. The people, black community always want to say, like, oh, they're trying to bring another black man down and blah, blah, blah. And, yeah, that do happen sometimes. But in this situation— It's not—R. Kelly's not this person. At all. And I don't even think—I don't, I don't want to say, like, the whole black community. It's just a section of them. A very loud minority who are very loud who says this— when it's simply not true, he's not OJ. He's not Khalif um, Browner. He's not these people. He's not people who've been wronged by the system and facing consequences for things they haven't done. He's done all these things. There's proof he's done all these things. A mother should not ever in the history of anyone's life, a mother, a father, a sister, a brother, an uncle, an auntie, whatever you are, should never have to go to a hotel to go pick up their daughter multiple times just so she can see her because she hasn't seen her in weeks, days, months. Years. Because she's just scared of her life, what her daughter's been through. No no one should feel that pain once. She had to do it multiple times just to get her daughter back. And even the family who, who hasn't seen their daughter in like three years, no contact, no nothing. When the sex code thing came out two years ago, everybody should have known. I mean, everybody should have known beforehand the sex code thing. I'm like, come on. There was a lot of details there that, that people should have been aware of. Everybody should know there was a problem when he was AJ, nothing but a number. Aaliyah's first album. He's in the back of the cover like this. Creeping. 
creep before he was Facebook stalking, before Facebook stalking was a thing, all right? <laughs> like, come on. And he just decked it like, hey, like, at a 15-year-old. Like, come on, man. In today's society, I don't know, did you see the Gillette commercial? No. It was a commercial saying men have to be better. Okay. So, like, don't sexually harass women. Don't verbally harass women. Oh, is this the, why the tweet, somebody was put flushing it down the toilet? You saw that? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And I'm not going to go into the commercial because I have my own thoughts on it, but it's a well-intentioned com- commercial. And it's saying all the things that no one should not a- disagree on. As collective of men, even if you if you are one of those people who don't do those things, as the, the commercial com- mentioned, we can still do more. We can call out this behavior from people, we, from men we know. We can say, hey, 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 hey. Don't do that. She she don't like that. Don't don't be calling her name calling her out her name. Don't be touching her when she don't want to. Like we can do stuff like that. There's nothing no one should be disagreeing of that on. Yet we still have a group of people who disagree with it. Or not disagree, but they get angry about it. Why? It's not that hard to keep your hand to yourself. Right. There's a hug policy. You know, when you hug a girl, you know, you don't go low. Keep it high. You don't have to go all the way down here. When a girl walking by, there's no reason to put your hand out to try to rub her ass or touch it. Like, what are you doing? When a girl walking by, you got to see, hey, yo, ma, hey, yo, ma in the red dress. Hey, yo, ma with the red dress. <laughs> like, you ain't got to do all that. Like, there's certain behavior we can change or we can point out, like, hey, that's not right. We can do better. Is that a bad thing? Not at all. But yet we still got people mad about that. And I get it. You know, it's a change in society. You know, the new are overtaking the old. All of these old ways are going to die anyway. Because when these old people die, it's our way, and that's how that's, that's what's going to happen. But this, our, this way has to stick this way for not just the kids who are in elementary school, but our kids when we have them. So it can be a much more unified world where it will be normal thing to have a woman being a boss of a corporation or just your boss in general or the president of the United States or a politician, whatever it is. It should be a noble thing to see that. It should be a noble thing to say, hey, you don't touch a girl when she, just keep your hands to yourself. That's like the first shit you learn in elementary school. Keep your hands to yourself. Don't be touched. You don't want nobody to touch you. Don't touch anybody. You don't want anybody to touch you. Yeah. Like, come on. We just got to be better as a country, as a group of people, men. And not just that. You got to remember, R. Kelly will always be a piece of shit. He can't, I don't know if they're going to charge him again. They can't really on church because he was charged for child pornography and double jeopardy law since he was acquitted. He can't be um, charged with the same crime. crime twice. But all these evidence, all these new evidence, um, accusations has come out. We don't know what's going to go forward. But we know his life is a living hell right now. Definitely. You can't go anywhere without. I mean, you guys can't make signs. Like, you can't make signs R. Kelly can't because R. Kelly can't read it. So, like, you have to say it on his limo. Cause there's no point. Don't waste pen. Don't waste money on construction paper and markers, please. please. I'm trying to save y'all some money right now. <laughs> I really am. Please don't do that. But you know, more of the story is not just we can be better, but this man's a piece of shit. And you, when you see the signs, please point them out. Don't be afraid to ask if everything is okay. And I don't want to say don't be afraid as a woman if you're going through these things to ask for help because there are certain situations where the predator makes it that fearful for you. Of you so fearful of your life that you are afraid to ask for help. I'm not going to say what to do in that situation because I've never been in that situation. I don't know if you have been. If you have, I don't know if you want to share it. If you don't have to, if not. Someone who does know better, and maybe we, have, we, we touch this topic in another episode, of what can be done 
not for women to defend themselves when they're in this situation and what can be done as a whole, what organizations, what policies can be pushed. You know, it's going to be an interesting topic, you know. You know, just check that out. You know, season two about to be lit. But <laughs> let's go with some good old, good old, good old, good, good old music beef. <laughs> yeah. So now Twitter was buzzing today. Today was a good day to talk some shit. Lord, Lord, Lord. Ariana Grande dropped a new song called Seven Rings. Now, my overall thoughts on the song, it's an average-ass trap beat that's only good because she has a really great singing voice, and when she sings underneath her her vocals of the chorus and her and her rapping, it gives us a bit of substance to the song, and it makes it sound much more enjoyable than it really is, honestly. Okay. But it would be pushed up to the top because she's a mega pop star, and, people, and her 12-year-old bass will love that song to the bottom of their hearts. Bless them kids. But man, there's something weird about this song. It's like, it's, it sounds like something. You know, can we play? We, we can judge it together, man. We can, we can judge that together. Yeah, you know, that's a cool little flow. That's a cool little flow, but... I knew I heard that somewhere. Can you, can you play that one too? Bro? <laughs> I know I could swear I heard it. I, I might be tripping. You know, I listen to a lot of music, so I, I don't know. Oh wow! Hold on, wait. I wasn't tripping. Damn, that's crazy. But 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 I could have sworn I heard that sometime. I was a sophomore in high school. That was like like good eight years ago, eight nine years ago. Um. Damn, who was it by? He wore that dirty ass hairband for like the past 10 years now. Um, oh my God. Soldier Boy. Oh, Soldier Boy. That's who it was. You, you know what I'm talking about. You know, play that. Play that right quick. Right, right here. Pretty Boy Slack. Hey, Pretty Boy Slack. Hey, Pretty Boy Slack. Hey, Pretty Boy Slack. Hey, Damn, that's crazy. You know what? It hit me too. It really did hit me just now. There's a two chase songs that does that as well. I'm right around, I'm getting it. I'm right around and I'm getting it. I'm right around and I'm getting it. It's mine, I spend it. Hey, I'm right around and I'm getting it. I'm right around and I'm getting it. That's what's me getting it. It's mine. He doesn't hear too. It's mine. I spend it. Yeah. Am I tripping? That's the same flow in all four songs. You ain't tripping. One of those songs came out just yesterday. Another one of those songs came out almost two years ago. Another one of those songs came out when I was a sophomore in high school. Another one of those songs came out when I was a freshman in 2010. Man, I am old. But, <laughs> yo, I am old. 23 this year. I'm, I need to get my, I need to get a job. But, <laughs> But, man, so what's the big fuss about here? Well, this all started when Princess Nakia went on Twitter, and she did what I did. She said something sound familiar, and it did. She's basically accusing Ariana Grande stole her flow. I won't say still, because that flow's been done over and, and over and over again for the past damn near 30 years of hip-hop. It's not anything special. You ain't create that. If Soldier Boy did something before you, you know you got problems as an artist. Don't really. try to go on my man Soldier Boy like that. Yeah, I can't stand Soldier Boy. Nah, so you gotta chill. Look, look, man, look, look, look. We don't get the soldier. We don't get the soldier. Soldier. But uh, 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What you selling? What you selling? Fake video game consoles that you marked up damn near fifty to seventy five percent, which aren't great quality, by the way. You're scamming people, and you could go to jail for that because Nintendo's about to sue them. Yeah. Uh, I so don't care do. about none of that, but <laughs> <laughs> you'd be like, "That's true." I'm gonna file for that right quick. So yeah, she said, mm, "That is kind of familiar." Her, la- her exact words. That sounds about white. Indicating this might be some culture appropriation. My version of culture appropriation is when a white girl get the ukulele and play a hip hop beat to a cover and does a cover over it. That's my version of, pro- of culture appropriation. Why do y'all do that so much? That's just another topic for another day. But <laughs> I don't think this is culture appropriation. I just take this as a pop star doing a rap song, a trap song that's really popular amongst everyone. Everyone likes a trap song, a trap beat. Who doesn't? It gets you hype. It's fun to dance to. You can do the same 18 dances to it in any variation you want. It's cool. Like, who doesn't mind that? And she tried to make it more, though. I don't think it's cultural appropriation. I do feel like Ariana Grande is trying a little too hard. I think she's cute and she's, you know, cool and everything. But I feel like this whole rap thing is just not really her. I feel like she, you know, trying to do the most. Also, the the music video is all pink and it does represent the pink trap house. Oh, damn. Did I just play one of those artists? She two chains. <laughs> man, my memory just, I don't know, man. My memory so been wrong. So I don't know what she was trying to go for, but I do feel like she she out of her zone. I feel like she oh. not really doing what she used to. No, I mean, what she used to do was Nickelodeon. Okay, now. <laughs> I mean, we being honest. She was, you know, she was she used to do Nickelodeon. You okay, know? yeah, Victoria. She started, she, Victoria, you know. Victoria, you know, she had a little cat and Sam, you know. She was a dumb one on that show. That was her character. Then she went to music, and um, she has a great voice. She do. Like, it's not a stretch. You can actually hear the similarities. It's more congruent than similar. Down math bars. <laughs> that she sounds like Mariah Carey and when she was younger, like in the 90s. She has that exact same voice when she sings. It's, it's a beautiful voice. But, man, this song right here, this ain't it, man. Chief called. He said he about to retire because of this damn song. <laughs> this ain't it. And then Princess Nokia jumped out the window and said this is the same flow that, you know, she told my flow. One, if memory serves me right, you actually did a song called Orange Blossom. Something just keep bringing these flashes back to me. It, it must be all the studying I've been doing for classes. I got to throw that in there because my professors listen. So, <laughs> <laughs> got to throw that in there. Yes, I'm doing my work. <laughs> but it's just something about this. Oh, Orange Blossom. It's a really good song, too. Ooh. Oh, this song vegan. Oh man, this is some healthy shit right here. But this is a song that came out five years ago by a very popular artist named Callie Ushis, who's right now, I mean, right five years ago she wasn't popular. But right now she's one of the biggest RB stars right now. And she has a song called Honey Baby. I think that sounds like it. You can fade down a little. You can fade down a little bit. You can hear it. The only difference is she ends it very low, and she goes. Princess Nokia doesn't go to dun. She keeps going throughout the whole entire song, all three minutes. Where did that idea come from originally? Callie Yushis. Honey Baby, Orange Blossom. Uh, both healthy and sweet. Man, there's a lot of similarities there. Man, what, what's that word that you said? Sounds about white. 
I mean, I mean, right. My bad. My bad. It's right. I mean, you're not white. Obviously, you're not. But like, I'm just saying, like, that sounds like a hypocrite to me. I mean, I don't know. If you're going to accuse someone of stealing, you better have a bulletproof shield on all your music. Nothing better sound like any artist has ever done at that point. Because music, especially how populated and saturated it is, at some point, everybody does, ev- does everything that everyone else once did. It's, it's, it's pretty common. Look at the triplet flow. Ariana Grande just used down a damn track. It wasn't good, <laughs> but she did it. Okay, I'm going to say it wasn't good. She actually pulled it off. I was shocked. She raps better than um, Trippy Red. But you know, mm. what I'm saying is that everyone does it. What's the issue? That flow is not particularly special. It's not like a, a Kendrick flow where something unique really about it that you know that's Kendrick. It's not like a young thug, how young thug harmonizes his lyrics where you hear it, you know, that's young thug and it's, it's not that blatant. There's nothing unique about that flow. Because you want some clout. Of course. That clout is addictive, man. <laughs> would do anything for some clout. <laughs> would buy whole food, throw it in the garbage for some clout. Okay. Hawaiian rolls. First off, whoever, that <laughs> who threw the Hawaiian rolls need, need his ass beat. You know how good them shits are? Delicious. You can dip them in honey, dog. <laughs> you can do some of the weirdest combinations you want with it, and it still won't come out fire. Who throw away honey rolls? You wanted some clout. One, you was a hater. Two, you just, you wasted, like, what? How, them shits not cheap either. Like, what? <laughs> Like what, five, six dollars? Boy, you wasted six dollars for, for for almost six hundred retweets. That's a bad deal. All right, clout is dangerous, man. Dangerous. Actually, no, this is a little Rihanna song that goes that way. This is stupid. This whole thing is not even important. It's not even not important. It's not even a big deal. But you made this important. And look what happens. Everything you have done came out to light. Twitter roasted the shit out of you because now Soldier Boy has not been wrong for the past three days. First, he said Drake stole his flow. Yeah, eh. he did. Eh. I I don't think it was a flow. I don't think it was a flow still, but it was to especially at the time it was more pain homage. But whatever, you know, Soldier Boy is a master of spinning shit to his advantage. He said he having the biggest comeback of 2018, and everybody not starting to believe him. He's talking about I'm the only rapper selling video games. They fake, so 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 that so that shit's out the window. But you can say Drake stole his flow and gonna believe it because Drake did. It was on I, I Miss Me when he said tell me what's really going on. Drizzy back up and this time ready. Oh, what's happening? Same word except instead of Drizzy Soldier Boy said Soldier. Same way too how he said it. I mean it, Soldier Boy performed it worse but that does not matter. Wow. But I'm, I wasn't gonna do this one because it wasn't a part of the show. But this, let me tell you why. Another reason why this isn't a big deal right. Soldier Boy actually did the Versace beat first and it was not good. In fact, this is why I don't think this flow, because it's all about how you deliver it. How do you use it into a song and make it good? A beat is only a beat till an artist puts something on it. Soldier Boy, that's why he don't rap. You know, we just walking around Versace. Versace, Versace, Medusa head on me like I'm the one, Nadi. Jovachi, 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 y'all black and I look like I'm Kanye. What? With the eon. What? Like, come on. And we all know how the adventure Versace went. We all know which one was harder. Come on, especially when Drake hopped on that shit. And then it just, it just blew up. Like, come on. So, like, it's all about how you deliver it, how you use it. There's multiple words that can go with that flow that Ariana Grande used. It's really simple. You don't use many syllables for that. You just interchange the rhythm, how you stri- how you bend the word, what you write. You can even you can even fill up that gap with a pause or even another, uh, either a one or two word syllable just so you don't have that open. There's a lot of things you can do with that section of that of, of that rhythm doesn't mean they stole it 
And just because your song had more substance doesn't mean they stole it either. That doesn't that doesn't equate to anything. Just because yours about black women hair, which is yes, it's really important. How does she love her hair, especially in corporate America, when they just make black women do all these things to like tie down in hair, and make them straight, and just look more proper, which is bullshit. And yes, Ariana Grande talking about just getting cash, but just because you have more substance, that doesn't mean anything right now. What's so special about it? Oh, because you made it special. Hmm. That's all I wanted to say. You know, and that's, that's all I wanted to say on that topic. You know, just it's not that important. But we also, the king of toxic masculinity has dropped an album. Yes, people, I'm talking about Future. If I feel to- if I want to feel toxic, I just play Future. That's my mood today. That album is really good. I'm 15 tracks in. It's a 20-track album. Future Hendrix presents The Wizard. So far, really good album, really enjoyable. You know, he does everything Future does, but there's no laps in it. But, man, this man was being toxic in an interview. Lord Jesus. Because <laughs> he said Russell Wilson would do anything Sierra said. In a relationship, tell me if I'm wrong or right. Is that a bad thing? Exactly. It's not. Oh, well, wait. From your perspective, it's not, though. You can you can make your man do everything, anything you say. You, you Of course, you'd be happy. But I'm doing everything for him, too. It's uh, equal, you know? We're do doing do, things for each other. Do you do everything he says, though? If it's reasonable, yeah. Okay. So now, is there, Future claim, he, Russell does whatever Sierra says. Future main gripe was that he said a lot of things in that interview. He was talking about how he was mad that Russell got to spend kid, spend time with his son before he they, they officially met. Um, oh yeah, Future, Future was saying that if I'm if I was her husband, you're not even gonna speak on my ex. You're not even gonna say his name. Don't even give it no more energy. Why? Because I take care of you. I make the money. I do this. I do that. Then I sound like the president. But anyway, mm. doesn't that sound controlling? I think so. I feel like I feel like it's also insecurity. I feel like why do you care? It's not that deep. They're both famous people. They know what happens. People want to know what's going on in their relationship. If she want to speak on future or speak on anything, Russell has nothing to worry about. Their relationship is so secure. Like I think future is just very bothered by the situation. I think future is bothered by any of the past females that he talked that he's been with. He talks about them all the time when Trey songs and. Future's old boo hooked up. He was talking about that. Like, clearly you're bothered. Clearly you're lonely. Clearly you need to just, like, I don't even know. Damn, you got to cut up like that? I'm just saying, like, who asked for your input? You still speaking on Sierra, like, she got a whole new life, a whole new family, a whole new baby, like. A whole husband. A whole husband, like, and you still, you sick, like, sick. Like, just, I don't get it. Damn. You gonna cut up on him like that? His ego is very bruised. He's that's the girl he that's the girl he probably wanted the most and can never control her. That's all it is. That's the girl he wanted the most and couldn't control her. And he considered Russell a lame, so he like, oh damn, this lame, and he got the girl like. That's that what his hit hit him. It's not like she got future respect. Future's not respect this. At all. At all. Make more money than future. He's a quarterback in the National Football League. They make upwards of $25 million a year. And if you, just for being damn near average, Russell Wilson's top five in the league, quarterback, arguably. He's going to get paid around 30 on his next contract a year. I don't think future make that much. Hmm. I ain't even bring up endorsements now. This is Russell Wilson, black quarterback in Seattle, married to Sierra. 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 Yes, I'm talking about, let me see it one, two step. <laughs> Yes, I'm talking about body party. Yes, I'm talking about you, 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 Sierra. You don't think he has other, he's not making money outside of football? 
that also costs millions of dollars. You bragging about the money he got. He got money too and probably more. So what's the issue, my guy? Are you mad? I mean, yeah, Sierra fine too, but like I understand your pain, but I never had a shot. So like it's cool. I understand what you I understand what you're going through. But like, come on, man. He is mad. He had you had the girl. You had her. And you fumbled the ball. You dropped the bag. She made a whole song about you on Party Party, bruh. I mean, she does that with all her are her men that she's with at the time. Well, but we're not okay. going to get into that. We're not going to get into that. It's just our point right now. <laughs> I'll never forget when she did a video with 50 Cent. That shit was funny. But <laughs> you had you you had the whole bag. She was riding your arms and you just said, it, I'm going to drop the ball. Gave her a whole baby. You gave her a whole baby. No plan B afterwards. A whole baby. <laughs> Plant a whole seed in her. And you let another watch over the garden and watch what would harvest from it. You raised it. Took over. Come on now, dog. I know you mad. I'd be mad too, bro. I'd be mad too. Biting your bottom lip, just like, mm, I'm tired of that. Hate this <laughs> that toxic masculinity, though, it shows on that album. That shit fire! Damn. Wow. Hey, look, man. You don't like Future? He cool. Ain't nothing. There ain't no Future better when he when he mad at, at ain't, when he mad or depressed. I ain't gonna lie. When he depressed, he that depression heat be serious, dog. It do. It, it, it really do. Like, ain't nothing. I hate when my art is too happy. I ain't gonna front. <laughs> Artists happy? Nah, are you really glad? Are you really happy when your artist happy? Yeah, I like you know when they in love, you get good love songs. No, no, you don't. Yes, you do. Good love song, girl. We hurt. <laughs> I don't know about y'all. We hurt. I don't know about you. We hurt. We want to hear. We want to hear that pain. That's why you listen to the weekend. Call out my name. Come on, <laughs> come on. Now I'm trying to cry. I ain't trying to be all happy, lovey. Don't. When Jacob was happy, he gave us for your eyes only. That's when he had the baby. That's arguably his like what third worst album. Okay. When he was when he was depressed, he gave us KOD. <laughs> <laughs> I I get the point you're coming from. I when, guess. Rest in peace. When when Mac Miller died, he was depressed after the breakup with Ariana Grande. A lot of things going in his life. He gave us Swimming, one of the best albums of 2018. Depression heat is something else, man. And uh, we depressed. I don't know about you. Happy? You bubbly? That's why. We cry at night. You shouldn't. It's 2019. Nah, we cry Let at that night. hurt go. Nah, that hurt let comes it, over with me. Let it go. Nah, see, we gonna leave. Nah, see, I don't know. I don't know how, like, people act like 2019 comes in, right? Everything resets. Like, your problems don't come with you after after 1201. You gotta let it let it go. You should have left that in 2018. This ain't frozen. We ain't doing that. <laughs> this shit staying right here with us. Nah, nah. 28, especially them. <laughs> you could just text back. But... <laughs> but no future. You be all right, dog. I understand. That depression heat was fired, though. Thank you for the album. Um, I ain't gonna, I'm not gonna do a deep um dive into that album. And this is gonna sound disrespectful, and it's really not, but I don't think future albums require a deep dive. It's really what you see is what you hear is what you get. Yeah, there might be some little deeper meanings here and there, but basically he's just a trap artist who does a lot of harmonies. And it sounds really good when it when they match together. So I advise you to listen to that album, especially you want that toxic masculinity. Yeah, you like let that. it go. That's how you got something to say. You gotta say it, bro. You gotta say it. Say it to the mic. What you got? Say, say it with your chest. What you gotta say, man? Let that shit go, bro. See, she gonna keep saying that. We got we gotta go to the next topic. <laughs> <laughs> let that hurt go. I'm, 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 you sound like my therapist. I ain't trying to hear that. But for the very last topic of the day, we gonna talk about college, man. And is this shit even worth it? Mm, man, I feel like. Certain fields, you do not need a degree. I know I'm here going to class, taking 15 credits, stressing myself out, not making no money right now. Is people back at home that I know that I help pass like chemistry, help them pass school, and they making like 
40 grand doing I don't know what, but like I'm sitting here, man, I don't know. Hello, you said 15 credits? Yes, 15 credits. That's normal. Where? I mean, 12 credits, you know, is what a full-time student. 15, that's like a Five, you know, that's like maximum. five classes. Well, damn. I mean, yeah, I got six. You got six classes? No, I'm taking 16 credits. I forgot. Yeah, I'm taking 16. All right. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, but like all your points, you know, I, I can see where that's coming from. But let me just say this, right? The statistics show that those with a college degree make more money in the long term than people who do not. True. What are Americans most fascinated with? Food. Mm-hmm. You sure it's food? Money. Money. <laughs> money, money, money. Uh, uh, uh. Money. I mean, food too. No, I mean, that food. McDonald's be hitting though. I don't need McDonald's, you nasty. You're right. Period. You know what? I just said that because everybody, cause I don't even, I, my favorite joint is actually Wendy's. I ain't going to Yeah, front. yeah, that sound better. Sound better. Hold on, wait. You need to chill right now. <laughs> Pause. Pause. You ain't going to act like McDonald's ain't get you a couple of nights when you had no food McDonald's is nasty. I mean, yeah, it is, but are you- I haven't eaten McDonald's since I was like eight years old. I'm not going to hold you up. It makes my tummy hurt. Damn, I haven't eaten McDonald's in like two years, but like eight years old? I used to get sick. That shit nasty. You probably just had a weak stomach. But, okay, all right. <laughs> but when money is the main motive, especially when we're taught in school, as little kids in elementary school, they've been telling us this. We start to, be, we start to see that money or believe money is everything. That's the biggest scoreboard in life. It don't matter what you do, what you are. You want to at least make more money than someone you know or the person next to you in, in line. Because you don't want to have to deal with bills. Damn, I'm going to pay the water bill next this month. I'm going to pay the light bill. Then I got to pay the phone bill, too. Then I got to buy this little <laughs> curls because he keep growing. He's too big for his shoes. <laughs> oh. like, like, you got all these problems. And what's the answer? Go to a four-year college. You're going to make more money that way. No, 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 no. Don't, don't stick with that high school degree. No, no, no. Don't get a trade. Don't get a trade. No, 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 no. Go to college. Get in debt. 15,000 strong and counting. Damn. But <laughs> but it's easy to see why people are like, this is the answer. But to save is to save is not worth it's worthless. I won't say it's worthless. Definitely not worthless. It is very useful, especially for, you know, people in like the medical field. They need this. They, they have to do this. They have to do this. And even people in it depends, like because I can say for myself, a broadcasting major. Exactly. This I need this. Right. Because yeah, I can do it on my own, but this mic I'm using right now costs more. It costs just as much as a class. That's what I'm saying. The editing software a year costs probably half of half of my tuition just to s- subscribe to it. That and go- people are you know requiring that you have at least a bachelor's degree, at least at least a bachelor's degree, just to flip a burger. So and I- two years of experience, like. You you kind of need this to be successful to get to that big money. So and there's a lot more things like cameras. Cameras are expensive, and not just the camera phone that you hold in your hand where you take them selfies with the filters and you make yourself a six to a ten. Oh that, wow! Yeah, yeah, I'm taking shots today. I see. Yeah, oh, girl, I told you I take a lot of shots out here. You'd be, you'd be cool with it. So, <laughs> so it ain't those cameras, those Canon cameras. A good one costs around six hundred. This is a good one. You want a great one? You're spending thousands. 
look at all this equipment just for me to be a broadcasting major. Why, why spend all, if I ain't got that money, what's the best place to go? Central Michigan University. <laughs> <laughs> or any four-year college that have these things. So I won't say it's worthless, but it, and I also don't like when people say, "Well, it depends on what you what you major in." I always subscribe to the ideal and the ideology that you do what makes you happy. Doesn't matter if it makes no money. I don't make no money doing it. If I become a radio DJ, my first paycheck, my first sal- yearly salary is gonna be like thirty two, thirty six thousand. That ain't shit. I'm gonna be a bachelor degree. And I'm gonna be poor. I'm gonna do something I love. And that what matters to me the most. So who cares if you're in a field that doesn't really make money or that's dying? There's other ways to make money in 2019 now. There's several ways to make money now. It is, but people feel like they don't waste their time. I waste my money to major in and, journalism or anything like that if that field is dying. And, you know, I feel like people think like that. Yeah, and that's okay to think like that. Look, it's not even necessary. You don't have to be here either. The, the best part is more people. There was a time period, especially when I was still in school, when I graduated around 2014, I, college was a must. I feel like that's starting to become looser now. Like, mm-hmm. college is not necessarily a must. You don't have to go to college. You can graduate and get a job. You can graduate and go to a trade school and make real money in, like, a year. Like, real money. you barely in any debt. You know a trade, and you make money. You can start your own plumbing company. And don't laugh at plumbers, dog. They make more bread than most of us. You can be an electrician. They make money. You see them riding them dingy-ass cars. You think they broke? Nah, it's in the bank. Be smart with it. <laughs> so, like, they have so much more options now. It's not being pushed that you must go to college. It's not. And that's the freedom. But I won't say it's worth it. I won't say it's worthless. I wouldn't say it's worthless either, but I do feel like it costs way too much. I think college is oh, yeah, most definitely. so expensive. CMU. <clears throat> okay, how much I pay for a three-credit class? A class that I... Some classes I don't take anything from. I'm never going to use it. I don't learn anything. <coughs> Algebra. <coughs> <coughs> so I don't know. I feel like that's another big thing. Not only do people think it's not worth it, but it costs too much to waste my time. to. And a degree does not guarantee a job after college. It doesn't. Because so. college, one, the biggest thing about college is networking. Definitely. I'm going to say it. The academic work is secondary to networking. It's not about what you know. You can get all A's on exams, every assignment. Whoop the f- do. Do you know? Do, do you know a professor who knows somebody in the field that you want to be interested in that you can actually go talk to and give you a interview and maybe even a job after you graduate? Do you know someone who runs a major club here? A student. Do you know a student who makes videos? Who 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 works with the camera well? Who knows a doctor? Who knows something like this in these companies, insurance company, whatever it is? Do you know these people? No. Oh, that three point eight is so nice, though. I can't hire you. I mean, but it's also nice when you got a 3.8 and you got connections. So, I mean, don't... If you don't. have connections. But, like, yeah, I'm not saying a 3.8 is not a good thing. I've spoken to people who graduated with 2.2s, 3s, 4s. I got it. But nice. they, got the, they got a nice job. Man. Academically does not mean... Just because you did poor in academics does that mean, one, you don't know how to do the job. You can get... I got a CNBCA 222. Who are you telling I'm, oh, pr- I'm proud of that I seat. I got to be minus by the grace of God. I needed, oh, my God. I needed a whole 95 on a, on a final exam to pass the class, and I got a whole 95. I, I came in clutch. I'm Steph Curry. Don't don't, don't try <laughs> me like that. Nah. I come in. I, I'm good under pressure. And I know how to video it. I mean, not a video edit. Audio edit. Am I great at it? No. Do I work on it sometimes? No. But I know how to do it, and I know the basics of it. 
that's important. Because then I can hear something that most people who aren't trained to hear, I can hear that. Like, I hear a little clip that sounds unnatural, that sounded edit, edited. I can see a video match. I'm like, nah, that doesn't match his lip sync. All that. These are skills I've, I've learned. Just because I got a 2.0 in the class, that doesn't make up for what I've actually learned in the class. That's the most hands-on class in um, BCA, by the way. That class is no joke. You would get a low grade, but you know. But by the end of that class, you will know what you're doing. Shout out to Tiff. Shout out to Morgan, who was um, also my my my, um, my team. Shout GA. out to Zach. That was my GA. It was oh, great. Yeah, I actually have Zach mans. in the class, which is crazy for um, 517 BCA advanced performance. So yeah, shout out to Zach. Zach too. But you know, having a poor grade or a grade you did not want does not does not actually account for what you actually know. And the only way these companies or these people who who handing you these jobs know if you had these have these skills and if they know someone who can vouch for you. Definitely. So does academics really matter? Yeah, you know, you want to go to grad school, you want to keep the scholarship, but it's just important. I'm not saying it's not important. But if you want a job, get a network. You got to get yourself out there. Internships. <laughs> Internships are important. Even just joining a co-curricular here, you know, CMU has co-curricular, but if your school doesn't, you know, you go somewhere like a, a program, a volunteer service, um, paid internships, internships, a club, do that in whatever you want to do because that gives you the hands-on experience and the connections needed to get your next job. And don't, and that next job is not even your final place. It's the start. That's, it's, that's like the foundation to where you're going to end up. That job was just the next step to make from 40000 to sixty in like three years. You went from living in an apartment and now you're probably able to buy a house in four or five years. That's growth. That's growth. So uh, it's worth it. If you ask me, my money's well spent. But um, that debt, they they gonna miss me with that. Okay. <laughs> they ain't they don't try to call Sally Mae. I already, I'm already expecting, man. I'm not gonna pick up. I'm a well, I'm, wrong number. Wrong number. I'm gonna put on that fake voice. Oh, who, who is this? <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna do all that. Nope, nope. They ain't getting any money, man. Nope, nope. I got this for free. I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, there's a downside to it. You get dabbed. You do suffer from loneliness, um, especially during Valentine's Day. It's cringy. <laughs> but college is a great experience to go through if you can afford it and if you want to. If you don't want to, you don't have to do it. Do whatever you want. Find your passion. Just be happy. That's, that's my motto. This, doing this, being in a, doing a podcast, being in this room with you, Brent, Sage, Lowe, L'Oreal, Chance, Daniel Square. Yo, shout out to Square, man. He be doing his shit. So, and, and look, all these people are doing their own thing. They have, they're doing such great work. Shar, who helped me out with the podcast. All my homeboys, Terrell. I can't name them all. All these people. We all just doing what we love. It don't matter if we working hours on. And there's times I don't go to sleep till four, 4 in the morning. Because I'm doing something. I'm working on a paper. I'm working on an article that I have to write. I'm listening to the music and reviewing it. I'm interviewing artists. I gave a bonus episode of an interview with Mona Lise from Detroit. Check that out first off. And two, check out her music. It's really fire. She was picked by Pusha T. Handpicked by Pusha T. And I got to interview her. And I got information no one had. I'm working, and I love doing this. Who cares if I don't go see till 4 or 5 and I have to wake up at 8 for 9 a.m.? But who cares about that? I'm doing what I love. If you love what you do, do it. No one can stop you. That's all. Be happy. And being happy makes you money? Man, you living it, man. You good. 
If it doesn't, that shouldn't be the main thing. It's just material. Money come and goes. Definitely. Time is always here. And when you waste time, Lord Jesus. Can't get it back. Can't get it back. Can't get it back. That's the end of the episode. So I had a good time here. See, that's all I was worried about. (laughs) (laughs) I do get pretty wild. You know, I said that. Y'all love me for it, though. It's cool, though. I miss you guys. And trust me, next week episode, we actually are working on a topic about music soul child. Um, Yeah, that's... We need to talk about his importance in hip hop for for in, in general, hip hop and R and B in general. He he, a lot of these artists sample his songs all the time, and we need to speak on that. But you know, any last words you want to give to the people? You know, just, just tell them how you feeling, which how you feel. I hope y'all was feeling me this episode, and I hope y'all will be excited to see me again. And yeah, clap it up, man! Clap it up for yourself, man. Okay, don't let me clap it now. You know. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. I know I missed you guys so much. Trust me, I have so much planned for you guys this semester. You won't believe. I'm even working on a couple of projects outside of class that I want to um, show on this podcast. One of them is actually something I thought I would never do, and I hope you guys enjoy it when it's ready, you know. And, you know, it's going to be a great season. I, I Thank you so much for supporting us in season one, allowing us to come back. That's how us still here <laughs> um, and you know let's just get this started you know and I love you guys so much so as you guys know my saying and since my co-host doesn't know what that means that means have a nice day and I truly hope you do deuces deuces